This is Indie Business Podcast, Episode 79. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Indie Business Podcast. I'm your host, entrepreneur, mentor, and coach Donna Maria, the founder and CEO of Indie Business. My goal is to help you build a solid business foundation, increase your income, and use your business to create the life you love. In this episode, I interview Patricia Nizalowski of Green Valley Herbal in Grand Junction, Colorado. Patricia purchased her business from the previous owner and quickly discovered that lots of money was being lost due to incorrect product pricing. You'll hear her talk about how she tackled this issue and what to look for in a company if you're interested in purchasing it. You can get a summary for this episode at IndieBusinessNetwork.com forward slash 79. This episode of Indie Business Podcast is brought to you by the Indie Business School, a virtual learning experience for makers by makers to help you learn new skills to grow your creative business. Take your next class at IndieBusinessSchool.com. And now let's welcome Patricia Nizalowski of Green Valley Herbal in Grand Junction, Colorado. Patricia Nizalowski of Green Valley Herbal in Grand Junction, Colorado. Welcome to Indie Business Podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Donna Maria. And I wanted to thank you so much for everything that you've done with this awesome community of the Indie Business Network. It is such a uh, pleasure to be a part of it. And I'm a fairly new member, actually. I've just joined uh, last year. Oh, well, even more exciting. Well, welcome, double welcome. And I'm really excited to get a chance to meet you and share your brand and things that you're doing and all the fun behind the scenes look at Green Valley Herbal. So Patricia, tell us a little bit, if you would, about how you started your business. Sure. Well, I had actually been familiar with Green Valley Herbal. Um, it actually started in 1998. And I had met the owner, um, that had founded the company, she was actually a vendor for a direct sales company that I was involved with. I was a regional field manager for a company called Warm Spirit. So she had um, made herb teas and lip balms and things like that. So I was already familiar with the company. Being a massage therapist, I had been ordering those products since then. So probably 20 years, I have been already using Green Valley herbal products. I was approached a couple of years ago um, by the current owner to purchase the company. So I decided that after being a massage therapist for 30 years, it was a great opportunity for me to then share some of the love that I have for natural skin care and body care, aromatherapy, herb teas with others. So I purchased the company and I've been enjoying um, making and handcrafting fantastic products since then. Now, Patricia, I'm so interested and intrigued that you bought this company. Tell us a little bit about what that process was like. Like when you first were approached Were you shocked? Like, did you say yes right away? Like, what was that process like for you? Well, internally, I, um, and I actually operate quite a bit from my intuition and my heart. I actually knew that it was an amazing opportunity that was given to me, basically across my path. So I was um, 
to be honest, a little stressed about the financial investment. I uh, actually searched out um, some funding and I wasn't very successful in finding it. So I actually decided to just dig into a, um, a, an investment that I had and actually buy the company, the, um, the, the uh, current owner had offered me a, uh, a down payment and then a no interest monthly payment. And I thought, well, okay, it's not going to get too much better than that. So I decided to say yes. And um, actually, I have the company paid off this uh, in a few months. So I'm very happy about that. Um, it was it was a stretch. And but however, I knew that it was the right thing to do. And congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Like, especially on, you know, having it paid off in a couple of months. That's awesome. So in hindsight, you're glad you didn't get funding and you went with a, an arrangement with the seller. Oh my gosh. It was, yes, they, they have definitely, they, they were very eager to sell and I was the right person to purchase. They had ex uh, actually approached to others and I really was a good fit for them because I did know uh, the company better than anyone who had, you know, had no experience with it before. I knew the founder. I had a great relationship with her. I still do. Actually, I talked to her on a regular basis. So um, it's really been a win-win. And she's very thrilled, the founder of the company, that I'm actually now taking charge of it. So she's a resource for you sometimes if you have questions that, you know, are sort of uh, the answers are kind of embedded in the history of the company and you may not know them. Does she, does she help you with some of those things that you oh, need to know? Absolutely. She is just, um, she, yeah, That's she great. is a fabulous resource. She formulated the, uh, the recipes. She understands, you know, what mm -hmm. they do. And I, you know, was fairly new to formulating. So, um, she has been a fabulous resource and a, and a very, um, I'm very, very grateful for her participation and, and being available to me. It sounds like a business match made in heaven. <laughs> it really does. And those don't come along too often. So good for you. So, um, what are, what are a couple of things you would tell someone who's been approached to buy a company or they've been, you know, there's an offer on the table. What are some of the most important things, Patricia, that you felt you had to consider to make sure that you were making the best investment possible for yourself in your future? Well, I have to say that, you know, obviously knowing the company, having a relationship with the company, I'll add a point about um, the fact that, that the company was actually what I would call distressed when I purchased it. Uh, the a uh, couple that was running it were not, um, they really didn't have the knowledge uh, about oils and, and things like that, um, the inventories and things. I, I took them for face value. And as I started getting into things, realizing that there were um, concerns that I had to immediately um, uh, look into like pricing. Um, so I had to basically go through everything, um, determining prices of things, costs of ingredients and such. Um, and they were quite off, um, unfortunately. So I, I didn't know this as much when I purchased the company. Mm. And I have to say, I could have maybe looked further, but not having known what to look for at that point. I didn't know that 
that was something I should have looked for. So I've been um, transforming um, this company and with a lot of love and with a lot of energy and with my heart and it's coming forward. And I'm very, very happy about that. Trial by fire there, right? So, <laughs> yes. you know, you know, well, entrepreneurs, it's kind of what we do. We, we take some risks and it sounds like um, obviously no matter whether you buy a business or start one, there is a risk, but you are several risks, but it sounds like things are working out and that's very exciting. And thank you for that tip too. You know, a lot of times when we think about buying a business, we obviously think about the value of the business and what's the profit margin and all those things are super important, but no matter what you find there, whether it's good or bad, you have to find the reasons for it, right? Why are the profits so great or not? And then you, you're the one that's buying it. So you have to either fix the problem or you have to um, continue what's good. And that means you have to know what those things are. And you figured it out after the fact, which is um, very brave. Um, so when you, when you found that the pricing wasn't what you expected it to be, like, what did you do? Did you Did you like hire somebody to help you with the pricing or did you just revamp everything? Because it sounds like if the pricing was off, then they weren't making a good profit on each individual product. Is that right? It is absolutely correct. They actually, in some cases, were giving things away. And you know what? The, the light went on for me as I was um, making our scalp and hair oil. And it uh, is jam-packed with essential oils. And I'm measuring the oils and I'm putting them in and I'm going. And we're selling this for whatever it was, six ninety five, dollars <laughs> right, right. I'm like, oh my gosh, that no sounds way. low. And I don't even know how, how, how big the <laughs> container is. I'm like, no way. Oh, and it was, yeah, it was a four ounce. And so, um, what I had <laughs> is, I'll um, take that. Yeah, I know what a deal. Um, so I actually, um, <laughs> standardized, uh, packaging and, uh, downsized quite a few of the product sizes to um, sometimes help the price mm -hmm. stay the same or close to being the same. And some things really just had to go up um, because that's just the honest truth of it. Um, I actually, fortunately, my boyfriend retired at the same time that I purchased the company and agreed to, and I remind him about that, to help me with the business. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, by the way, dear. <laughs> it did say that. So he uh, he did help me set up uh, the Excel spreadsheets for each product and go through the vendors and look up, you know, every price of every ingredient, the packaging and such. And and we're um, we we have we're in the almost I'd say three quarters of the way through of the uh, relabeling, rebranding process, which is lovely. The color that I chose for my uh, logo, I call Tibetan turquoise. So for me, it's a it's a color that actually is, is alive. You know, it, it to me it speaks to me. So I'm um, I love looking at my products and seeing the colors that I've chosen. That's probably been mm -hmm. one of the most fun things. <laughs> well, I've you know, done. it's so interesting that that you bought this business and yet it seems so much a part of who you are, um, and it seems like it's. Um, you know, really, really super close to your heart. Tell us, Patricia, if you would, like, what's a typical day like for you working at Green Valley Herbal? 
Well, honestly, I'm um, I'm in the process of uh, being a massage therapist as well. So it's been a bit of a um, a seesaw. So you know, I may do uh, three hours of um, massage therapy, and then I'm you know obviously getting to emails. I'm creating orders. I'm checking in with um, with clients, uh, customers, and uh, that you know making things, ordering things. Um, creating more labels, getting the website updated. Do you um, have like a system that you use? Like is Monday massage therapy day and Tuesday is, you know, administration day and, you know, Wednesday is making day. Like how do you divide all that up in, into <laughs> like a system that I guess sort of keeps you, um, I don't know, from being on the seesaw all the time? Right. Well, yeah. And the seesaw, a lot of it is going from, you know, one business to another um, because both of them really do uh, take uh, a lot of energy and focus. And um, I, I go basically, you know, get my massages done. And then in the meantime, as I have breaks between, I'm checking emails and um, always checking emails first thing in the mm-hmm. morning and, mm-hmm. you know, com- keeping with my communications. And then generally it's later after I finish uh, my massages that I'm, you know, making lotions, aromatherapy mists, we're blending teas, we work on the weekends as well. Um, it's mostly a seven day a week commitment at this point, which is, I, I love being here. So it's actually yeah. quite a pleasure. Is it like not not really work for you? It's fun. It is so fun. You know, it's my fun work then. <laughs> and I make my products and it's called the Mixology Fun Room. And oh, the fun room. Okay. It's Excellent. Fun room. It's the Mixology Fun Room. That's where we make things. And I just I, I love to go there because it I have a sense, you know, there may be a little herbal scent or a little essential oil or something is always smelling good in there. So that's great. It's great when you can work and love it so much that you want to do it seven days a week. That's really great. So tell us a little bit, Patricia, about your background. Like you are a massage therapist. You you, obviously um, your business is all about aromatherapy and the essential oils. Have you studied aromatherapy? Tell us like a little bit about that. Sure, sure. Um, I've been interested and involved in natural health and wellness for over 30 years. Been a massage therapist. It'll be 33 years uh, this year, 2021. So um, I've very much been committed to um, being healthy on many levels, mental, spiritual, emotional, physical, and sharing that love of, of wellness with others, you know, and uplifting people in the process. I became a health coach several years ago, and I always weave that into everything that I do. Um, I've taken, you know, classes on all, all kinds of things. I've I learned by doing and and feeling because I am such a tactile person. I, um, I learn every day. I mean, this has been purchasing this company has been such a, a mind expanding this um, experience for me. Um, massage therapy, I'm always learning, you know, and helping people. And I found that with uh, Green Valley Herbal, I can extend that love and um, uh, 
healing to others by when I make my products, I actually focus like I do in my massage and, and my intention is one of, of healing and love. And I feel that that really infuses that energy into the products that I, I agree. Yeah. It's, it's so nice when something is made with that kind of intention and it really does make a difference. It's kind of hard to describe to people who don't understand it. Um, but I think that's one reason why handmade and artisan made is so, um, you know, on fire because people really do, consumers really do realize that. So Patricia, how do you market your products and your massage therapy services? Sure. Well, my massage therapy practice is, is very um, good. I mean, it's been affected somewhat, obviously with COVID, um, and I, um, I have a good network for my massage therapy business. Um, my practice is, is good. Um, several of my clients actually purchase Green Valley herbal products. I have everything in a suite here, my studio, my mixology fun room, my office, um, my shelf with a display of products. Um, I don't quote have a store, but you know, I'm here available for for curbside, um, people will come and place an order and I'll meet them outside. I don't really, I'm not open, you know, with the door open kind of thing. Um, as far as Green Valley Herbal, because it's a 20 plus year business, I do have a database. Um, things have evolved quite a lot, you know, in the last 20 years from, you know, the founder going to a store and saying, hi, you want to um, carry my herb teas? Mm -hmm. Uh, things are so much different now in terms of marketing. And, yeah. and I have to say, I'm just so happy with the resources of the Indie Business Network because I that is an area that I truly know that I want to develop. Right now, I've been doing the internal work, you know, having the products mm -hmm. uh, standardized, labeled, packaged. Right. You know, um, there were many kinds of packages and labels. Um and I, I wanted to do the internal work first, work on the website and make it, you know, beautiful. And I, um, I, I'm going to use the resources from Indie Business Network for sure to get out. I did uh, listen to the podcast um, class uh, last month, and that was fabulous. And, mm -hmm. and I'm and I'm getting to the point where I'm ready to do that. So basically what I do is I do some MailChimp um, email campaigns for things like holidays and, and um, new products that are coming out, new releases. And then um, I also do direct uh, emails to some of my emails. Oh, I, do, I do wholesale and retail, private mm -hmm. labels. So, um, actually, I noticed I that. Yeah, I was going to ask yeah. you about that. Um, yeah, because that's super like because you can you have different income streams for your product. But I want to pause on something that you're saying that's super interesting to me, Patricia. And that is that you wanted you're approaching this in a very organized way, even though you're super excited about your business. It sounds like you're resisting perhaps what some people have, which is I call sort of the kind of the urge to put the cart before the horse and get out there and start pounding the marketing pavement before everything looks the way you want it to look. Because when you start marketing, it actually just, it, it just reflects and enlarges what's going on behind the scenes. And if you're not organized and ready behind the scenes, then the marketing 
doesn't do you much good. Is, is that kind of what you're saying that you wanted to make sure you had certain things in place so that your marketing reflected something that was um, more evolved than it is at, at the current moment? Absolutely. That is so true, Donna Maria. I, I felt, I feel that in my business, the, the, the look, the feel, the quality, the way that it's presented, the way that it's made is so very important that that is a reflection of me as the business owner. And I'm, this is me. This is who I am. I make love the products. These are what I call the wise woman recipes. I mean, they came from two grandmothers. So I feel like it's almost a, um, I don't want you want to use a corny word, but sacred in a way, you know, I respect the oh, rest. No, not corny at all. I respect the foundation of the company, you know, and I, and I want to carry that tradition, you know, I appreciate that. And I'm really glad that we touched upon this, even though it wasn't a part of our planned discussion, because so many makers and new entrepreneurs are so excited and just, you know, just really enthusiastic about getting out there and talking about what they have to offer before that I guess I guess I call it like the like the in my indie method you have the emerge phase and then you have the engage phase. And so in order to engage well, you have to emerge well first and it sounds like that that is what you're taking the time to do. It's a birth, and, you know, it's yeah, a birth. Yeah have to hold that that birth that um your business from birthing until the world is ready or you know the environment right, right I so agree with you right and so one of the things on the opposite end of the spectrum too that we have to make sure we don't do is like overanalyze and um you know like wait until it's so perfect that it takes a hundred years. I'm not saying you're doing that, but that is something that I know sometimes I struggle with. Like I want it to be so perfect that I never actually get it out the door. So do you have like a time frame that you're thinking when or do you have like a specific list of things that will once once those things are checked off, Patricia, that you feel like, okay, now I'm ready to go like to the next stage. Absolutely. I've, um, yeah, I actually have created a marketing plan with my daughter. So this is a very organic operation. <laughs> we have me, um, my boyfriend and my daughter, <laughs> and actually my other daughter, um, who helps me via, um, you know, she doesn't live here, but, um, but it's a very organic operation here. Um, I am, uh, my goal for uh, really, really putting the word out is when my um, website is exactly though the words are uh, how they need to be, and the labels are where they need to be. And that at that point, I've got the products and the recipes um, at that point, And we're very close to that. We just completed all of our herbal teas, which was um, it took a bit to get that done as far as the labeling and and things like that. So um, that that's when it's going to happen. And we're very you know, we're very close to that. So I'm excited I'm, for you. So, yeah. And, you know, I love the family business element, too. <laughs> so you said there's you, there's your boyfriend, your uh -huh. daughter and your other daughter. So yeah, give us an overview of like, what does everybody do? 
Yes, yes. It's, you know, it's a kind of a, a need basis. So um, my boyfriend basically helps me. Um, he makes the tea. So what I do is I hand blend and then we have a tea bagging machine and he runs that. And so he helps uh, when I have orders for teas. And then he also helps me with um, getting some of the labels finished and um, and then the, the spreadsheets. So a little more of the tech type stuff. And then my, um, my daughter, she has been helping with, um, creating a marketing plan as she's a writer. So we sat down and, uh, we made a list of the local because I really want to start more locally, you know, and get into some of our uh, local stores and things like that. You know, um, I've got baby natural baby products and I want to go to the, there's a store on main street called the, the Colorado baby. And then there's also a, a birthing center. So um, things like that, you know, the natural right. product. Shout out to Colorado baby. Here's your pitch, right? <laughs> we might, we might have to, we might have to tag them when we share this. Oh, by the way, um, I'm sure it's a fantastic store. Um, yes. yes. And wonderful. So um you know, this, this organic kind of growth and everything is just really so exciting. How do you, um, you know, or I love, I love organic and obviously we, we have, you know, handmade products. And so there is a, and, and, you know, with like essential oils and stuff is so exciting. How do you keep in your mind, you know, straight about which products you're going to offer? Like, how do you decide what you want to have in your line? Because I notice that your website, um, that you do have, you know, some some really cool sets and and different sorts of things. And how do you decide which of them, you know, like are worthy of being in your line? Because I see you have several categories. Like there's um, herbal teas, massage oils. There's bombs, aromatherapy mists. How do you decide, Patricia, what is good enough to be in your line so that you keep it like organized? Do you know what I mean? Yes, yes. Actually, um, when I purchased the business, they had two lines of products. They had the more <laughs> organic and then the kind of more basic. And I immediately merged, you know, the lanes, uh, the link, two lanes into one, which is the mainly organic products. Um, so you simplified. That's really yes. great. Like, they weren't just losing money on one line that were losing money on two lines. So. <laughs> it was interesting. It was interesting. And so, mm -hmm. yes, I've taken the, the, uh, uh, as many organic ingredients as is reasonable to purchase, you know, right. uh, depending on availability and obviously cost. I, um, mm -hmm. I find that, uh, I had a really nice coaching session with a lady from Energize Colorado, uh, mm -hmm. um, a business coach. And she suggested, uh, you know, you have a lot of stuff you know you might want to consider carrying less things and and you know her suggestion was like you know decide this or that and I'm like well no I can't let go of the teas and I can't let go of this and that so I um I did make some decisions based on what was selling and what was not selling and things like um well, that's the, good yeah the scrubs and um you know uh, the bath salts i actually did uh, decide to discontinue those um and and just let let certain things go but but there were so many jewels that i discovered don maria that 
I had to let those emerge like bliss. I mean, bliss is such a fantastic aromatherapy blend. You know, it's citrus, it's lavender and it's rosewood. It is so, so nice. And um, they all they were doing was a lotion. And I said, you know what? I make aromatherapy mist. I make body wash. I do after shower oil, lotion, um, massage oil. Why don't I just create a set? So that was just a the light went on and I said, you know, I need to showcase this because it's so amazing. The lotion has infused calendula hemp oil, which is so, so moisturizing and so nice on the skin. I just thought, you know, that's, that's a great foundation. Why don't I just build on that? So I have that actually going to be adding more collections as time goes on. Oh, wow. You are, you are, you are busy. (laughs) I don't know. We need another day for you. You said you were working seven days. I think we might need an eighth um, for you. So do you find that sometimes like, do you do custom blends for your massage therapy clients and then create a product for them to match that and maybe offer it just for sale to them? Is that one of the things that you do by any chance? No, have not done that yet. I do have uh, in my private label customers, uh, I do blend specific herb teas. It's actually a, uh, a couple of holistic physicians um, have certain medicinal blends that they ask for me to make and that they serve them in their in their offices to their patients. So I do custom blends of teas based on you know the recipes that I have from them. And I actually just have an opportunity that I'm just getting into right now to blend some uh, an essential oil blend based on a recipe from a couple of aromatherapists. And oh, they that's want great. To, um, like a roll on, you know, sort yeah. of sort of product. So actually, I just uh, finalized that yesterday. So it's really an exciting time right now. At Green it Valley. It is. It is. And so the private label. So. I'm looking at the herbal teas on your website at greenvalleyherbal.com. And so you're saying that the the doctor's offices have a blend or they have a recipe already and they come to you and they want you to make it. Correct. Yeah. They have their own recipe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. And so then you have this aromatherapy company that's doing something similar with essential oil blends. So Patricia, how, how does that private label work? Like if I wanted a blend from you uh, for, uh, you know, the Donna Maria blend, like what would I, if I, what would I need to do to come to you and get that? Like, how is that set up to work for you? Well, honestly, this was my first one that I, um, because I, this is the first opportunity that I've had with this company. It actually came through networking. So another one of my customers who I make a um, oil, a specific oil for her, a massage oil. And she evidently has a connection with these other people and, and said that she would recommend me to do this blend for them. So basically what they've sent me is how much in the percentage wise they want to have of their uh, essential oils in their carrier oil. And they are going to be actually sending me the oils because these are not oils that I normally carry. And I learned that through um, finding a lot of inventory <laughs> when I bought the company of things that were sitting there. Stuff sitting on a shelf, right. Yeah, packaging and ingredients that weren't used in any, any of our products. So I don't actually purchase um, ingredients that I don't use in my own products for private label. And I don't purchase packaging for my 
um, customers who are private label if it's not something that I use. So that has that was a learning process there. So, so what they're they, sending you oils, but you're doing the blend. I'm doing the blend, correct. And they're going. They're actually there's a process for tweaking as as uh, as well. So once I make these bottles for them, send them the bottles, they're going to decide if they need, you know, another drop of this essential oil or another four drops of that essential oil. So it's actually a really cool um, process because what I do is I measure drops, you know, um, of each essential oil because each essential oil is going to be a different thickness. So you can't just say one or two or 15 drops. You have to know each essential oil, how many drops are in um, an ounce, for example. So it's, it's, I'm excited. I'm really excited about this process and this project. That's really interesting. So when I, when I see your website, I see that you do have private label. You also have wholesale. So um, how does that work? Like if I have a store, um, how have you set that up? Right. I have actually set that up in, and mainly they have um, been uh, customers that have come with the company and they generally order uh, a minimum, you know, of certain products, but they are products that I already have in my repertoire. So um, during COVID, I actually um, relaxed some of my minimums because of the fact that, you know, business, you know, every business was affected in some way. Uh, right. Um, so I did actually relax that. In, well, that in was a- nice of you. Well, you know, that's, I mean, you know, it it was, I mean, everybody's had to do something different for COVID, like pretty much everyone, especially if you sell products and ship things. Um, So tell us, since you mentioned uh, the pandemic, how, how have you, like you buy a business and then bam, a pandemic, like how does that, how does that, um, you know, what sorts of pivoting and and changes um, in addition to what you just mentioned, have you done in order to accommodate the pandemic and the situation that we're in so you can continue to be growing your business. Well, yes, exactly. The one that I just mentioned was that, um, I'm not, you know, having as much of a minimum for, um, for purchasing for my wholesale customers. Um, I actually really, it was a year since I bought, it's been two years now since I bought the business. So it was actually, I had a year of, of working and digging out is what I call it, um, to get to where I could actually see the light and know where, where I needed to go with it all. But I really had to get into the business to, to determine that. And I, um, I feel really lucky that I bought an online business. I feel so blessed that this opportunity came to me. Um, because my massage therapy practices, you know, been hugely affected by COVID, you know? Um, so I feel that it's in a way, I feel very lucky to have, have had the opportunity to purchase Green Valley Herbal. It sounds like, yeah, it sounds like in terms of timing, it couldn't have been that much better. Um, uh, two years is just, it's still not a long time, but you've come such a long way. So what, what percent like uh, retail, wholesale and private label? And do you do shows at all or do you plan to? You know, I um, I when I was with Warm Spirit in the 90s and the early 2000s, I did a lot of shows and 
I'm not a big fan of shows. I love meeting people. I absolutely love it. It's the hauling of things. <laughs> and my oh, that's natural so funny. Product. I'm the same way. And I love to go to the shows and spend all my money though. Yes, <laughs> I love that. It's, it's the hauling part. Up. It's the hauling yeah. part that I'm, yeah. you know, I'm not really much into. So um, I'm not really. I, I've done them for years. I, I really enjoyed it. And I, with natural products, especially, you know, I've had outdoor shows where, you know, with warm spirit anyway, the, you know, body butters are melting and, you know, things like that. It just is a little stressful. I had a tent blow down, you know, I mean, I oh just, my goodness, yes. myself, <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I've been to lots and lots and all over the country because I was a regional yeah. manager was actually teaching and consultants how to do shows, you know, going out and talking to people. And um, I really love that part about it, but there's the other part that I really haven't felt as much um, into doing. So, so wholesale retail uh, direct to consumers on your website on the internet and also private labels. So if you were to divide up those income streams in terms of percentages as a snapshot right now, Mm -hmm. What percentage would you say each one of those is to the overall whole in your business? Yeah, I would say that uh, private label is about 50%. um, Wholesale, probably 20 and 30% retail. And is that, is that a mix that you like? You know, I'm, I really do like, um, I like the wholesale a lot. I mean, I love retail, um, but I'm realizing that I like to reach out more volume and, you right, know, at right. first, yeah, at first my mind's like, well, I'm not going to get that much, but blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, the, again, the light went on and I said, oh yes, you know, I can actually create more volume and get more products out. Um, with wholesale and private labeling. So that's actually what I'd, I'd like to do a lot more of. And Patricia, what is your best selling product right now? And I know it probably varies by the season and so forth, but like right now, what is the one that's really super hot? <laughs> is our, it is formerly called Working Hands Therapy. It's a wonderful emollient hand cream. It is so nice. And I actually have just renamed it Washing Hands Therapy Cream because <laughs> what are we all doing? Washing our hands a million times a day. So uh, the Washing Hands Therapy, I just created this um, lovely for an, another networking group that I'm in called the Girlfriend's Goddess Network. I created the goddess net the goddess aromatherapy mist collection which includes uh awaken bliss and tension tonic so it's actually three um essential oil blend aromatherapy mist and with so many people spending a million hours at their computer these blends are so nice awaken is uplifting um bliss mm. is like i was talking about earlier um, mm-hmm. you know citrus and rosewood and lavender tension tonic mm-hmm. lavender and rosemary i mean it's um this it's sounds just so- fantastic yeah so so- i love what you're saying like this is so interesting to me you have working hands therapy and i love that it, you just you paid attention to what's happening in the marketplace You've made a slight tweak to the product by changing the name so you can market it in a slightly different way, but it's the same product. And then similarly, you're a part of a networking group and you 
I guess you spend time with them, whether it's online or off, and you see what their needs are, and you created a product based on what you thought they would buy. Correct. Absolutely. Okay, so like take notice of this, everyone who's listening, because I mean, I don't know if this was intentional, but you you probably know this, Patricia. Most of us um, as new entrepreneurs, when we are new entrepreneurs, we tend to create what we like, and then we go out and we search for the audience for it. But what you did, at least with regard to the, um, the Goddess Network, is you went out and saw the market and the hole in the market and something that something that needed to be filled. And then you created the product for that instead of the other way around, which is how it should be done. Hand clap. Like I need a hand clap machine in here. <laughs> um, because I, I hope, you know, people are listening because this is, it's, it's not a subtle point, but I think it's subtle for new entrepreneurs because we all think that, well, everybody needs a hand cream. Everyone needs a hand cream. And that's true. Like pretty much everybody needs some kind of hand cream at some point in their lives. But what you did was you created and renamed something that you already had washing hands therapy. And so now it's, it's more niche and it's more specific and you can market it in a much more specific way. Absolutely. I'm really excited about that because it's such a, those things are, both of them are such good lessons for all of us to remember. And I, I've talked with a couple of other people who've done similar things. And instead of selling just lotion, like sell the lotion that you need because you're dumping hand sanitizer all over yourself every day. <laughs> right. Nice. Okay. So that washing hands therapy, we'll have to check that out. I'm looking at it. Actually, the picture I see right now still it's says working, working hands, it but is. it's it's not there yet. <laughs> we're going to change that up maybe by the time we get out. So whichever one you guys are listening, you can check it out at the website here. Um, and I love the fact that it's got um, shea butter and cocoa butter in it. And I totally love both. And you have an unscented and a scented version. Correct. Yes. So are all of your products, if they are scented, are they all 100% scented with essential oils or do you use fragrance oils as well? Mainly I use essential oils, Donna Maria. And that was another thing that when I purchased the company, there was a lot of different fragrance oils that were being used. And I've pretty much pared them down to the most popular, which is pomegranate. People like the pomegranate lotion, the after shower oil oil the mm -hmm. you know they they like that scent um and so i do have the pomegranate fragrance oil and there's one other um lotion that i've um i'm reformulating a little bit um it's more of a it's called fiona but i don't have it available right now it's uh it's kind of like a citrus spicy a little bit and i am um, i actually couldn't get the fragrance oil that they had used for years and years anymore so i had to go out and and find something that I thought would work. So I'm, I'm now just kind of field testing it. So I send products out to people and say, Hey, what do you think of this? And, and then I get the, you know, feedback and then I make decisions, you know, again, kind of trusting my own intuition, but I ask for people's um, feedback for sure. That's super smart, super smart. So Patricia, as we close out here, I have a question for you. What is your advice to anybody that is interested in 
starting a business of their own, but they don't want to start from scratch. They would like to start with something that they can buy that where the infrastructure, or at least the, you know, some of the product line and so forth is already created and in place. What's your advice for someone in that position that would like to do that? I would say um, for me, I had such a trust of this company. It was, it was easy. So I think, you know, uh, trying the products, finding out, you know, um, how the recipes are with the availability of your um, ingredients, you know, certain things like essential oils are costing through the roof, you know, like sandalwood right now. Um, so I'm, I've been looking at, you know, what in my recipes, uh, how, how the cost of the ingredients are, um, moving in the, in mm-hmm. the, uh, in the market. So mm-hmm. everything's not, you know, stagnant. You have to kind of evolve and know that, you know, I have 20 plus year recipes. So I've had to evolve <laughs> from that right. in, some ingredients are much harder to find now. Um, so I would say, you know, uh, really find out if you, if you use and love the products. And to me, that was, that was what made my decision completely by loving this company for as long as I have. And, and And was it like a surprise to you that she was interested in selling or did you kind of see because you knew her, did you kind of see some signs that maybe, you know, she might be interested in not doing that anymore? Actually, I didn't know. This was not the original owner. Um, this was the third owner of the company. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I really didn't know. It really just came out of the blue. And, you know, wow. I always start my day with with gratitude and, and you know, light and knowing that's going to be an amazing day. And I just think that was just the gift of the day. Oh, good for you. What a great way to start the day and a great recommendation for all of us to start our days. Um, I'm so excited for you that this did, you know, come your way. But, you know, I think that you knew this person for a long time. She trusted you. It sounds like unknowingly, you know, all of the intention and, and everything was being laid for years in advance for this moment to come for you. And, it's very exciting to see it happen. And I know you're thrilled. Um, and so are we, because now we get to benefit from all these great products and massages that you're offering. So um, we're going to, we're going to let everybody know to check you out at greenvalleyherbal.com. You're also on Facebook where we can connect with you there as well. And if you're looking for some great aromatherapy products in the Colorado Grand Junction area, We've got somebody who's interested in serving you, right? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. All right, good. Well, Patricia, thank you so much for joining us today. We look forward to learning more and watching you grow. And so excited to be able to share all the tips that you shared with us today. Have a good one. Thank you for having me, Donna Maria. My pleasure. Bye now. Bye. Well, I hope this episode of Indie Business Podcast left you inspired, motivated, and excited about the future of your small business. Let's quickly review a few of the most significant business insights Patricia and I discussed today. First, about buying a business. Patricia didn't know what to look for as the potential buyer of a company, but she had a passion for the brand, so much so that she didn't want to pass up the opportunity. 
She's happy with her decision as she looks back on it, but one of the issues she's having trouble sorting through is a full restructuring of the company's product pricing by doing such things as raising prices, standardizing packaging, and in some instances, keeping the same price but decreasing the product size. It's a massive undertaking. Costs and product pricing are two of the important things you'll want to investigate in advance if you're considering buying a business. Number two, filling a market need. Patricia's experience highlights the importance of aiming your products at specific marketplace needs. For example, her working hands product became the washing hands product as the pandemic came along and created additional demand for moisturizers as people wash their hands more in the wake of COVID-19. She was able to rename an existing product to accommodate increased marketplace demand. That's a great lesson. I wonder if you can do anything like that in your business. And if you're listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, I hope you'll do me the honor of rating it. I love to know what you think, and it helps me so much to know that you appreciate the amazing people and stories featured on this podcast. You can also share episodes from my blog at IndieBusiness.com to your favorite social media outlets. I will see you on the next episode of the Indie Business Podcast. In the meantime, do it with me and say it with me. Enjoy your life, build your business, and have your way.